Welcome to our Bible study for Wednesday, the 23rd of September, 2020. I hope and trust that we are all learning, loving, and living God's Word. Please share this podcast with a family member or friend, because when God's Word is sent out, it never returns empty. Now let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Dear Lord and most gracious Father, we thank you for our many blessings. Because you have blessed us, please open our hearts to be a blessing to others at all times. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I got a question. How much of our time, energy, and attention do we really need to give to Jesus? How many times do we need to hear him say, follow me? He said those words 22 times in the four Gospels, so he, he must have been serious about his followers being committed to him. Let's look at and contemplate a few passages of Scripture that speak to being committed. The first comes from Proverbs chapter 16, verse 3. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. The next is from Luke chapter 9, verse 62. Jesus replied, No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. Now let's look at 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 61. And may your hearts be fully committed to the Lord our God, to live by his decrees and obey his commands, as at this time. Now, if you're following along, let's look at Colossians chapter 3, verses 23 through 24. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Now Matthew, chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Now these are just a few of many references that we could find in the Bible that speak to commitment. I would like to share a habit I begin that helps remind me on a daily basis to be more distinctively Christian in all aspects of my life. Almost five years ago, Laurel and I attended a congregational retreat at St. Paul's Church. The retreat was led by Mark Tidsworth, who is a presenter 
leadership coach, trainer, author, consultant, pastor, therapist. And the topic was how the 21st century church needs to shift in order to adapt to our ever-changing culture. Mark presented a number of shifts for the 21st century, and the one that really hit home for me was the need for church to shift from member identity to disciple identity. Merely being a member does not come with many responsibilities. However, being a practicing disciple of Christ does come with many responsibilities. Printed in our church bulletin each Sunday, we celebrate Holy Communion. And read aloud by our pastor Metz as part of our service is the preface to communion. It states, It is indeed right, our duty and joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you. As a mere member of a church, we check in on Sunday morning, go to church, and then check out and get back to our, our other activities. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who was a pastor, a martyr, a prophet, and spy, once said, Of course, we build him a temple, but we live in our own houses. Religion has been exiled to Sunday morning, to a place into which one gladly withdraws for a couple of hours, but only to get back to one's place of work immediately afterward. When I woke up the Sunday after the retreat and found myself pondering how I could incorporate being a disciple of Christ into every aspect of my life, part of my Sunday morning routine after my devotional time is to check my calendar to get a feel for my upcoming week's schedule. Some of you may know that I used to have color codes for activities on my calendar. Blue was for personal activities, yellow was for exercise activities, green was for business activities, purple was for activities involving grandchildren, and red was for faith-based activities. Well, the answer to becoming a full-time disciple was right in front of me. I should treat personal activities, exercise, business activities, grandchildren-related activities as a faith-based activity. All activities on my daily calendar are now red. Red is my reminder for the blood of Christ. As a disciple of Jesus Christ, I have a duty Enjoy at all times and all places to give thanks and praise to our Lord. We give thanks to God for his son, Jesus Christ, who died for us. And through his death, our sins were forgiven. And through our baptism and the resurrection of Christ, we have the promise of eternal life. In the past, I've been guilty of thinking how I can incorporate being a disciple into everything I do without looking, you know, too religious. Really? I think the gifts God has given us are worthy of praise 24-7. I know I will often stumble in my discipleship, but I will always be thankful to God for his gift of faith. Other gifts from God I am thankful for are gift of life, family, friends, faith-based influences in my life, his never-ending love, his word, 
found in the Holy Bible. My faith went through a tremendous period of testing almost five years ago. In the same week, I lost a nephew to an accidental overdose and also lost the mom of a lifelong friend. My business workload had gone from an average of five projects at a time to 15 due to the flooding in October of 2015. I thank God for the love and strength he gave me at that time of testing. My wonderful daughter-in-law, Amanda Suggs, commented at one of our family night suppers. She said something like this, You are the rock of this family. And I told her, thanks, but I get my strength from standing on the rock, which is Jesus. Life is not simpler. It is simply better when you have Jesus as your foundation. Each and every one of us can share God's undeserved and unconditional love for us by loving our families, friends, neighbors, and all humanity. I have always told my grandchildren that God has never-ending picture of love, that he freely pours out to all, and the picture will never be empty. Each and every one of you is a disciple of Jesus Christ. He chose us all to prepare for God's kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. Let's get busy with helping him by spreading his love, by sharing it with everyone we know and meet by being more intentionally Christian in all aspects of our lives. You know, it's really easy to say that, but it's very difficult to do. I know because I stumble all the time in my efforts to be more distinctly Christian. Here are two passages of scripture that bring me comfort, and I lean on them a lot. The first is found in the book of John, chapter 14, verse 27. I just love this one. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world does, gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. The next one is found in the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. And Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Let us pray. Dear God, remind us always that you are our Alpha and our Omega, the beginning and the end. Help us, Lord, to not just think about you on Sunday morning, but to live our personal and business lives in such a matter that honors you every day. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.